This episode of Let's Meet is made possible by Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey, a contemporary take on a classic American frontier food, and mmm, it's delicious. Stake your claim at 1201 Broadway in beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio. Phone number 513-381-2666. Website boomtownbiscuitsandwhiskey.com. Hello. Let's meet. Hi. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. Nice to meet you. On the 10th episode of Let's Meet, part one of three, are we individuals? Foots show up all over Cleveland. Michael suggests you go to your local library. Charlie Manson is from Cincinnati? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another (laughs) exciting, thrilling adventure. A good time will be had by you and me together, individually, separately, and all for one. Right? Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Michael. And my name is Tim. He would be the other one of the yeah, hosts. Yeah, I'm the other host. Yeah, we, we do this in tandem uh, as, as any trapeze artist would. We work together cohesively. We, we also have individual lives. I'm tying this back in to what we just talked about. We okay. are individuals as well. We right? are individuals, yes. Aren't we? Are we? Now this don't. question will be answered <laughs> later know. in the show. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have a, a very special guest. Um, one of my friends, one of Tim's new friends, and soon to best be friends. one of your friends. Yeah, best friends. Best friends. This young lady is, at the heart of it all, she's an artist. She is what I would consider a genius in many aspects. Many forms. She's a designer. She's a creative person. She is a bar owner. She owns and runs her own, I guess you'd call it multimedia brand, mm-hmm. um, which is growing exponentially. And it even says in her bio here that she is a storyteller at heart. <laughs> we'll find that out tonight. Stay we'll, tuned. We'll test that. On the new season of <laughs> S-Town. Just kidding. <laughs> we'll cut that out. <laughs> Well, we can. It's cross promotion. <laughs> then we'll leave it. Because the six people who listen to this will go we'll over also and listen go, to Estelle. What's Estelle? Let me, let me yeah, I'm going to go check it out. And Ladies, then maybe someone will tell me what happened. Just yeah. always be cross-selling. I have yeah. no time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll let you know. Write us and let us know. We'll set up an email account eventually. Eventually is now. You can email us at letsmeetpodcast at gmail.com. Back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let's meet... Katie Fraser! <laughs> I feel like that's my Kermit, my Kermit the Frog. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love it. Katie, welcome. Thank you. Welcome to Tim's home. Thank you. How do you feel about it? I'm really excited. There's a little bunny running around here. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. There is a does bunny it, rabbit for those of you who have never been to Tim's house yet. <laughs> <laughs> And if you haven't been to my house, what's taking you so long? Come on over. Yeah. The address is... No, don't do that. Okay. The social security number is... You can do that. Uh, we'll do that. That's fine. Yeah. Katie, where are you from? I am from Cleveland, Ohio. The whole thing? The entire thing. I learned today about the Cleveland torso murder uh, that took place in the, I think, the, the late 1930s. And it's very upsetting. Apparently, uh, around the Cuyahoga River. Uh huh. Am I saying that correctly? You're saying it right. You're, okay. you're not saying it in a Cleveland accent, though. Do you want to hear what that sounds like? I'd yes, love to. Please. 
Cuyahoga. Cuyahoga. Don't like it. <laughs> We're going <laughs> no, back to what Michael sounds said. terrible. Yeah, you I, never heard that. Now I, it. now I feel now I feel self conscious about. <laughs> is a uh, is she a suspect? <laughs> And How old are that, you? Is that why? Is that why we brought this up? I mean, How have you I look ne- great for 130 years old. I know, right? I wasn't involved. How have I never heard of this? I don't know. So <laughs> um, I'll tell you right now, so that you can put this to bed. Okay. Um, so apparently, around this time, there were a lot of hobos and transients around who were living in shanty towns. Which I started trying to write a song today called "Shantytown Blues." I only have some lyrics. It's gonna be. Depressing. So, uh, good. That's what it's supposed to be. Thank you so much. During this time, people would literally, because there was a story of a guy who literally stumbled over a like a person's body parts. There were people who were found like there were like ten, twelve victims. Uh, I can't remember the exact number, but there were some that were decapitated and some that were just like pieces of bodies would show up, like legs or foots or. Foots, feet, Cleveland, <laughs> Cleveland rocks. This is a ringing endorsement. Yeah. yeah. So, but also they, when they were looking at different suspects, they also found that there could have been a connection to because it was around the same time the Black Dahlia murder mm, in mm-hmm. California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know all so, about that. Oh well, um, we will not talk about that one <laughs> because you are already knowledgeable. So you're from Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> Are we ever going to find out, like, what's the deal with these decapitations? Oh, unsolved. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Unsolved. He's just throwing it out there. Yeah, yeah. I would suggest you go to your public library and check out a book and learn the more you know. Um, What do you think happened, though? Tell us. Based on on, the three minutes of knowledge that you have. There were a lot. There were uh, two famous murderers in Ohio. Tell us the second one. Um. Well, Jeffrey Dahmer and oh, Charles Manson. Oh yeah, that's oh, right. Both from Charles Ohio. Manson, he's Cincinnati. From, yeah, he's from Cincinnati. All so I learned. Town. So I learned going to um, City View up in Mount Adams that Charles Manson used to come in there and he loved to drink there. That's right. And they don't serve tequila at that bar because that was his drink of choice. No kidding. And so took it off the menu. And now that he's dead, now that he's his dead, ghosts haunts it. Yeah, and no one gets tequila. Still. Stop. Except for Chuck, old Chucky. He's gone. <laughs> he it's time to bring back the tequila. I think that's yeah. They probably should, unless yeah. they just want to use that as their. I think like, they one do. Of their selling points. Their it's shtick, a Yeah. It's a okay place to go. I've been there a couple times. It's fun. It's fun divey. The burgers are good. When I ate, great view. Yeah, when I ate burgers, that was a that was a spot <laughs> that I would go just to. Keep Four days that ago. Four day. Yeah, oh, it's been longer. But <laughs> six months, Katie. Well, we'll, do true, a whole, true. we'll do a whole other episode <laughs> about your diet. Yeah, well, th- that'll be a separate podcast. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the it might whole, be a couple of podcasts. Mikey's whole thirty, like three weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three weeks from now, we'll just have the most angry podcast that's ever. Yeah, existed. yeah. Move over, Alex Jones. <laughs> Let me rant. I haven't had any sugar in twenty five days. I'll tell you, it, sugar is not a government conspiracy. <laughs> it's beneficial to us. I say that now as four days in, four days sober. So, when did you move to Cincinnati? I moved here going on twelve years now. Heck so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love Cincinnati. This is home to me. I don't, I don't know that I would ever move back to Cleveland. Yeah, well, it's Cleveland. I mean, so you yeah. guys, un- yeah, you understand. Well, you can get murdered there, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just walking over body parts. Yeah. Hobos can find right. your head. I 
like my body in one piece. Sure. Who doesn't? <laughs> a one-piece body is a Who doesn't more anymore? attractive body. Yeah, yes. that's what I usually wear during swimsuit season, a one-piece body. <laughs> it's a whole... Just a whole... Yeah. Flattering. It's either that, a whole... It's either a whole-piece body or a tanky. Those are my two bathing suites. I like to say sweets. We, we don't hang out a lot in the summer. We it's more, don't we're, see each other at all. More winter, spring friends. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs fair weather when you have cold weather? Yeah. <laughs> welcome to Cincinnati. You're welcome. So you've been here for 12 years. You went mm-hmm. to the University of Akron, is that correct? I did. With LeBron James. Yes. Was he there? Yeah. He Seriously? was in high school when I was, I think, a junior in college. And so we lived in this house right on campus. And when he would play his games, his high school games, Mm -hmm. um, they would play in our arena because there were so many people coming. And there would be, like, people selling T-shirts, and there was no parking, and we couldn't figure out what was going on. Like, why, what is this, like, why is everyone coming to see this high school kid? Yeah. And it was LeBron James. So, I, I mean, I think he graduated that year and then went on to his career. But, yes. Yeah. I went to college with LeBron James. (laughs) Technically. Technically. <laughs> Just a block away. A block away. I love yeah. it. Yeah. No, I mean, it was cool. Yeah. I, I remember all those church league ball games that I used to play at. <laughs> I actually, you know what's funny is that I, it's not funny, it's just kind of a dumb little story, because your story's better, because you actually were in the presence of unquestionable greatness. Yeah. I played church league basketball with the members of Kings of Leon. That's pretty cool, though. That's, I guess. They no, lived I mean, in our town. Not as good as LeBron James at the moment. No, 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 no. No. Sports ball was really not their thing. <laughs> they turned out to be great musicians <laughs> and great drinkers. Um, I listen to them a lot still. I like them. I listen to Le- LeBron James a lot. Yeah, he put out an album. <laughs> it's called Listen Shack to Me. Rapping and stuff. Yeah, boo, no thank you. So, University of Akron, mm-hmm. you majored in what exactly? Graphic design. So, study graphic design and photography there. And it was a smaller art program and got my degree in fine arts so I did everything from like painting sculpture drawing all that fun stuff um so it's it's not the most traditional graphic design degree if you look at the program at DAP right now incredible program but it's just different it's more sort of computer based yeah so it was interesting I was not prepared for working (laughs) I got my first job and had only you know worked on computers a little bit so I kind of learned on the site at my job but I had all of the fundamentals I knew how to draw I understood how to capture space and depth and and all of those things MS paint (laughs) no Michael no no what I don't know computers (laughs) am I close you are not close no, you want Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop. It's uh, kind of like the core programs that everyone uses. Oh, Corel Draw is not used as much. No, but I remember Corel Draw. It ex- yes, it existed. I don't know who used it though. <laughs> so four, you four people. Four and, people. Yeah. You were kind of just from my layperson's point of view. Yeah. You were kind of at the forefront of the graphic designer boom. Yes. So to speak. Yeah, I think so. Um, And the thing that attracted me to Cincinnati was that this is such a design town that is under the radar that no one really realizes because we have such great Fortune 500 companies. We have P&G. We have GE, who just started a new headquarters here. Um, The list goes on and on. This was kind of where I wanted to be because all of these great design agencies popped up around these companies, Mm -hmm. which is wonderful. That doesn't happen in Cleveland, believe it or not. So yeah, that's kind of what attracted me here, and I never left. 
Yeah. I think you talk to a lot of people who have, who are transplants and for some reason you keep coming back to Cincinnati. Transplant or, you know, someone who kind of moves away. Yeah. You tend to come back because it's just a really great really great place to live. Yeah, that's I've been here since 2008, so I'm coming okay. up on 10 years proper this summer. Cool. And when when people ask me, it's it's always the people who li- who were born and raised here. Right. They'll ask me like what brought you to Cincinnati? And then I tell them the story and they're like, so you stayed? And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, listen, man, I'm from West Tennessee. There's nothing going on there. Right. Really, honestly. Right. So being here, it's like, it's a whole new world. It's a whole different place. <laughs> like where people care about progression. They mm-hmm. care about just a, a better overall sense of well-being. And the people who live here don't see it. Yeah. But the majority of my friends are people who are not from here. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that I really connect with because they're the ones who see Cincinnati for what it really is instead of what it's always been. Does that yeah. make sense? No, and collectively those are the people that kind of see the future of where we're trying to go. Yeah. Something I love about Cincinnati the most is that everyone is very connected. So that mm-hmm. that can be in a million different ways. It can be like, okay, where'd you go to high school? And... Who do you know? Yeah. You've lived here forever. There's that, but there's also this Midwestern kind of mentality where everyone is willing to help each other. Um, and we're trying to grow and do something different here, and people are connected in that way. So I've I've actually worked through design agencies I've worked at um, with organizations like the Brandery, which brings in 12 amazing startups, usually tech startups from around the country and just creates this sort of environment that helps them grow and gets them the resources like design agencies. So I've gotten to work with these awesome startups who are from, you know, San Francisco, New York City, all these great places. And the two that I got to work with different years, both moved here. To nice. finish out their startup. So they came for the like the experience. They the came classes. for the opportunity because they were nominated and, and they got all these great resources and decided to stay. And, you know, I was just curious, you know, why did why here? Like of all places, yeah. um, cost of living is definitely more affordable than kind of where they were coming from. But it's the connection thing. It's people are genuinely willing to help. So, so your background where you did more uh, painting and sculpting and that stuff. Do you think that, that that tactile aspect of it helps mm. a lot in your graphic design? Mm-hmm. I do, yeah. I think graphic design is a flat art, right? It's two-dimensional. It's kind of creating things in a two-dimensional space. Mm-hmm. It's flat graphics like you see on a billboard, you see on your you know, packaging that you see in the stores. I think when you have a background where you are able to kind of create things in 3D space... I like to layer in texture. I like to actually sketch before I hit the computer. There's something that you sort of miss when you jump on the computer and just start tracing or drawing something flat. Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Um, you think it also helps in placement? Mm-hmm. Where you're thinking about, well, this mm-hmm. is going to go on a billboard. I, you know, what's around it and that kind of thing. Yeah. Your so spatial you're, awareness is different. Exactly. So you're talking more environmental. Like I'm working on a trade show booth right now. Um, and so you have to kind of, design an environmental space and that's not flat and you have to kind of picture it in your head how are these things going to work together how will someone walk through the space what is that experience and I think to that extent that extends into UI UX design where you know if you're jumping on 
a website, that is designed. That experience mm-hmm. is not linear. It's how is someone going to move through this web design and take away an experience or a feeling from that. You mean when, when you're making it look as elegant as possible. You're mm-hmm. talking like I'm green talking, background, purple lettering, right? I'm talking even fun- <laughs> functionality where uh, I'm talking kind of the difference between 2D and 3D. That mm-hmm. takes on a lot of different forms. So when you jump into the digital world, that's a little bit of a 3D experience. That is, how are you going to walk through, you know, this website? You pull it up. You decide where to kind of dive in. You're looking at videos. You're walking through the story. Yeah. Um, so things like that. There's there's just a dimensionality to that to me. I do web design. I haven't cool. done it as much lately. But when I first started, I mean, like, Frank Black was the, the head person to mm-hmm. follow as far as design went. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he did, like, Newsweek, Time, those kind of things. And the Pixies, right? And yeah, the Pixies. beautiful, yeah. <laughs> beautiful, well-rounded stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I'll have to look back to make sure that was Frank Black now. <laughs> Me too. No, I'm, Me too. Quest- I'm questioning everything. <laughs> so, and I should have questioned. It was Roger Black, not Frank Black. So at the time, you know, it was very much, you know, black, white, and one other color. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the design elements. And you wanted to basically mimic writing, yeah. You know, text. That's that's kind of what design was at the time. Interesting. And you know, fast loading text. That's that's what you wanted. You know, now it's it's all about the experience. It's mm-hmm. all about moving someone through the site as opposed to um, where can we place ads exactly. Yeah. You know, it's how can we keep people here yeah. as long as possible? And if you don't give them a world that they want to look at, they're not going to stay. That's really <laughs> so. well put. I love that. I feel like there's a there's a thing happening now, especially with social media, like Instagram, for example. You know, you'll, you'll start searching, and then all of a sudden you find yourself down, like what I call an Instagram hole, where mm-hmm. you're like, all right, two hours is gone, and I've gone through, you know, I started here, and I ended up at, like, bridal gown bloggers me too right <laughs> that's where michael ends up <laughs> that's where michael every, always ends up that's where i've been it's bookmarked <laughs> how to get there <laughs> i started with a murder podcast about cleveland killers now i'm looking at bridal gowns it's thursday Actually, that that those tie in together I, yeah, I can, yeah i can see how you got there <laughs> yeah thank you <laughs> Thank you so much. As as someone who can actually monitor the network at a at a business, mm. um, Pinterest is probably the biggest succubus of time <laughs> that has ever existed. It is, and and the people have no idea how long they've been sitting there. <laughs> but you, but do. you do. But I do. <laughs> Unfortunately, and, you do. <laughs> and if I told them, they wouldn't believe me. No one has a has a clue that four hours has passed. Oh, yeah. like, I'm hungry. <laughs> It's because I've been looking at all this food. All no, the, it's, it's because, because I've been looking at these dinner tiny time. houses. <laughs> tiny houses on wheels. It's dinner time. You've been sitting here all day. Anyway, let's get yeah. back to Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. That was great, Tim. So you, when talking about that, though, I mean, you you bring up a, a good a point for me when you're navigating a website and you're you're trying to make that move your person through. Yeah. Um, and you're talking about it in a 3D aspect. How does that? How do you translate that into flat surfaces when someone is actually walking through a space that you've created? I think like 3D is kind of a loose term that I'm using where it's less linear. It's less like here's a website, here's the five kind of topics I can pick, mm-hmm. and that's the end of that. Um, I think when I build 
a website like GorillaCinemaPresents.com. I want to tell that story. And here you go. Here's where the storyteller in me kind of comes out. Oh, you're answering the previous question. I am. I am. I'm bringing bringing it like full circle, right? That's what a good storyteller does. I think so. But I think just because my, actually I have a background in writing as well. So writing and design kind of go hand in hand. And that's a beautiful way to tell the story of a brand really. And that's what websites are all about, right? Whatever the brand is, they're trying to get you sort of engaged and believing in what that brand believes in. So when I was designing the Gorilla Cinema website, um, which is one of my companies, I wanted it to not be linear. Mm -hmm. Um, There's just so many aspects to our brand, um, different things that we do. We have different concept bars that kind of live under this sort of cinema-inspired creative experiences brand. So I wanted to do kind of a single scroll where you start scrolling and then there were stops along the way where it was like, learn more about um, what it's like to step inside this bar. Or here's what a gorilla cinema pop-up might look like wait for that to kind of pop up around your neighborhood. Yeah. So it's kind of using that user experience design to engage them with videos, stories, jump to our Instagram, see, you know, what the last five posts were. So I think that's kind of where the world is moving. It's less about here's a list of things. Do you want to buy them? Right. (laughs) It's like, here's what we believe in. Do you believe in that too? And if you do, like, come along for the ride. And it is very, very dimensional. It should never be one note. Thank you for listening to the Let's Meet podcast. Stick around for the next episode where you'll learn more about Gorilla Cinema. For more information, please visit our website at letsmeetpodcast.com and please subscribe. Let's meet. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. Hello. Let's meet. What you doing? Hey, hello. <laughs>